Welcome to the final episode of season six. Can't believe we are here and it is, well, if you don't know the date, we're at the end of November and this whole year just seems to have gone so fast. So in this last episode, we're going to just have a general chat, a roundup and talk you through our philosophy of training and nutrition around the holidays and going into the new year. Mm. Um, it's, it's just crazy to think this is like the 72nd episode. We have 72... Almost at 100. I know, 72 recordings of just amazing interviews, knowledge, you know. <laughs> How much, yeah, when you think, some of the episodes are pretty long, so it's a lot of I know. <laughs> we can say average, we do an hour. Let's just call an hour ten average, so yeah. I would say, yeah, Insane. it's got to be, we've probably done a hundred hours yes. of actual talking. Crazy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I no, I, I think we definitely have. A hundred hours of, you know, knowledge, just experience. In, uh... Well, we've had some great, some great speakers mm -hmm. on this season. I was just trying to think who who we've who we've had. Oscar uh, the other day at least. Where <laughs> yeah, we can remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting mindset. And yeah, and we had um, Doctor Scott. I know I that was a Where's good Scott one. Oh, two Scott and Scott. <laughs> we, yeah, we had Scott McNally. We had Emilia. Yeah, we had um, Wallace. Wallace. The other Scott, Scott Stevenson, we had Ashley again, and Oscar. I mean, as a pretty diverse and uh, knowledgeable yeah. roundup, and I'm always blown away how... I mean, not everyone knows how well-known these people are who come onto the podcast, but some of them are really... They are. They're, they're internationally known and respected, um, and it, it's... Um, well, thanks to you, Andy, that you get them on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hunting, I'm hunting Dr. Mike Isford's cow. Nice. You're nice. hunting him. Leon has hunted um, Coach Kassem. Yeah. I, I tagged him in a post, well, one of his posts, and eh, just chatted, replied, you know, just getting feedback. And I thought, hmm, let me pull an Andy and dive in. Just dive in there. Find him at the end. Yeah, so it would, would be nice for the next, uh, well, season or. Yeah, and I mean, no, we're going to get some more like coaching, training stuff, following on from the sort of fortitude. So like yeah. Coach Kasim, um, Mike Isatel, they're all slightly, slightly variable coaching mm -hmm. methodologies. Yeah, yeah I, know, I, know, I know JP is a bit busy now, but yeah, I, I keep pestering him. So hopefully yeah. soon he'll just be like, okay, let's go. But yeah, he's been, he's been super busy, so... Yeah, and I mean, nice. any recommendations you have for yeah. anyone you would like? Local, international, you know, just let us know. Yeah, it doesn't have to be bodybuilding. It could be CrossFit, weightlifting, you know, yeah. powerlifting, uh, all Definitely. strength sports. Olympic would be nice. coaches. Yeah. Would be, would be nice. Yeah, anything, really. Well, we were having a discussion before we, we started the podcast, as we often do, and we were... I guess because it is coming to that time of year where a lot of people fall off <laughs> the sort of coaching um, or, or, you know, people will say oh, we'll start in January. And I mean, I think all of us are pretty much on the same page. 
you know, we're all about starting now. I'm not into New Year, New You. You know, it's nothing changes in January. And I think most people are more likely to go into a fitness and nutrition plan with an all or nothing mindset in January. Whereas you can start right now. Um, that is what That's we it. recommend. I think it's, it's, it's that all or nothing. I think people who start in January tend to go crazy for a month. Mm-hmm. November wheels fall off completely. You see it, new people rushing to join the gyms first of January, whatever, you know, whenever the gyms reopen. And it's, we restrict all their food, we go into the gym five, six, seven times a week, and then come February, you see me. Yeah. And, you know, there's that saying, you know, the saying is, When's the best when, when's the best day to start your fitness journey? Yesterday. The second best day is today. <laughs> you know, so you know, the reality is you don't need to do nothing to approach. As soon as you start, you get your structures in place and then you know, you don't need to worry, you know, I'm gonna do a post today actually and it's all about how to survive Christmas. <laughs> and the real answer is you don't survive Christmas. You enjoy feel and I know have asked me this they're like are you still taking on clients like now I'm like of course you know coaches are not just for you know extreme goals or you know very specific performance or physique goals like you know you're not wasting your money by signing up now because you'll be on holiday because just like Andy said we can help you with support systems and you know the knowledge tools so that you can actually enjoy yourself, um, you know, and still, you know, hit your goals, um, and you know, just maintain and enjoy. And I still think, like, of course, you won't, you know, if you're going on holiday, you're not going to have your same routine. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean because you can't do what you normally do that you do nothing. I think a lot of people are like, well, if I can't go to the gym four times a week. And if I can't have complete control of everything, you know, what do you say? Like, YOLO, and you just go crazy for, for Christmas. Whereas, you can just change. Yes, all that. <laughs> you can just change your idea um, of, of what consistency means to you. And just be realistic with yourself. So that you're like, okay, my friends and family are out. I'm not going to have time to go to the gym. But... You know, you can, you know, maintaining what you've built, you don't need that much volume. You know, you can do 
you know, two sessions, three sessions at home, body weight, you can still walk. Mm -hmm. you, if you're tracking, you can take a break from tracking. You can use the knowledge that you've got from that to eat more intuitively. There are so many ways to do it without, you know, you sort of, you know, saying, well, I'll start again and I'll be good in <laughs> yeah. January. That's the thing, though. It's a really good time to start join gyms because it tends to be quiet in December. So you can actually practice and get your foundations in. Yeah. Be really in a good spot come when it gets busy in January. You know what exercises you're doing. You know, you're already ahead, so you can just navigate the gym quicker rather than, you know, and when you first start, you, you know, you're unsure what to use. You know, when it's busy, you have to be intimidating. So it's a good time if you are someone who, you know, possibly get a bit intimidated joining a gym. Mm -hmm. Now's a good time. And you're right, things like, now's a great time to get into your head how much protein you're meant to consume today. Because you can carry that forward. It doesn't even matter if the wheels fall off a little bit. If you, I always say to clients, like on holiday, try and keep up with your protein target. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And we won't worry about fats and carbs. Just make sure you, you know you're getting enough protein. True. <laughs> so we know that's at least accounted for. And generally, if you're hitting your protein targets, it's quite hard to overeat when you're eating so much protein. Because yeah. you feel quite full. Because then it takes longer to digest them protein molecule and the other two. So, you know, they're, they're good habits to get in place now to carry across Christmas. Like, you know, Christmas dinner, you know, if you, if you have a person cooking Christmas dinner, this is how it goes. I was having a conversation with Ashley, which is, well, made a comment on our Thanksgiving post. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you miss breakfast or miss meals, because if you have one from prepping Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, you're picking all the way through. <laughs> and then, once you've cooked the main meal, you eat that, and then you're picking it that for the next couple of days. So, like, Christmas is ideal, because, you know, say you've got a turkey or, you know, goose or whatever meat you've got, you can have enough protein by just snacking on that meat portion, and then, you know, get veggies with it. I always think... Christmas dinners are actually potentially a very great balanced meal. There's always a lot of vegetables. Yeah. There's always, yeah, there's always a, a big protein, protein source. Yeah. It's just the things around all the prep reasons for Christmas dinner, like, you know, mm. boxes of mince pies, chocolates, and everything else. But they'd be enjoyed. Yeah, a bit of alcohol to be enjoyed. It's just then knowing, okay, I'm getting enough protein, you know, Prioritize protein first, and yeah, you feel satiated. You won't then be eating out of this sort of fault that you're hungry and you're just grabbing the first thing. You'll be actually enjoying the chocolate, well, because you want a bit of chocolate, not because oh, I'm a bit hungry, a bit extra less of chocolate, and eat that, because you're not really satiating yourself. Yeah. And you're not really enjoying it because you're just shoveling it down. So if you're full on your protein and you're eating a mince pie or eating dessert it's because you actually want to and it's enjoyable and you can enjoy that food yeah I think it's I, I don't know I guess with with December it's almost like people try you know you, you can't really just get rid of habits and if you have your habits in place it's, it's like Claire said it, it's just all about changing to the situation it doesn't mean you're forgetting them it's just Reanalyzing and the habits will still be there, but in, in a different capacity, so to speak. So, I think the the thought of guys, you know, it's December and it's like everything out the window. Then it just becomes like a 
vicious cycle every year December is like oh I'm back down January I feel bad I'm crying about it February to November oh I'm good and then it, it, it's 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 not even good mentally I think no yeah. I think mentally you're yeah. right it's a guilt factor is a big issue and until you've learned that actually food is just food it's just energy you know what goes on can come off yeah you know what you know it's about making sure your headspace is right and yes. that's what coaches do it's not well, actually, you understanding that food can be enjoyed and it doesn't have to mean that the wheels have fallen off. You, know, you can have a couple of days, you know, just enjoying yourself. And it's okay. And not to be guilty about it. The fact is, it's like when most things start becoming a habit and like people spend the whole December going, ah, oh, it's almost Christmas, and I was like, yeah. you know, what's the harm? And then you do it every day all the way through December, like, you know. Yeah. You see it, especially like you know Christmas party season. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to yeah. different parties, different events. And, you know, you you have the same habit of binge eating, with feeling guilty the next day. So you start with something the day, maybe you do the same the day after. You know, it's this continual cycle of yeah. you know, um, you know, of this sort of poor eating and you know, with mental health issues around eating. You know, you're making poor choices when in fact if you could learn to enjoy the food as it comes and structure your days so there is no guilt you know you don't your steps you get home yeah you've had a couple of extra drinks it's not a big deal you know it's it's, it's just about stopping things from becoming disordered eating or disordered patterns of behavior yeah yeah i mean it, it's all about those cycles isn't it that because in your mind you're like in january you know, I'm going to be good, and obviously being good is restriction of some kind, that always leads to a binging mindset, because you're like, oh, I'm not going to have any of these foods ever again, so I might as well enjoy them now, and you know, we that's what we teach our clients throughout the year, is how to enjoy foods that you potentially could binge on, you know, without that feeling, because I often say to my clients, you know, what is something that you enjoy and that, you know, kind of has that power over you and whatever it is, have it every day in moderation, it's planned in so that you're, you're not eating it and feeling guilty and ashamed. Um, and, and soon it doesn't have that power over you. Um, and, you know, if you've been applying that throughout the year, you know, things like Christmas, like and has been saying, you can just really enjoy because yes, you know, I mean, food, especially around Christmas, it's such a social thing, you know. It's gotta enjoy it, and I mean, we will be eating the mince pies, um, yeah. for sure. We yeah. will not be doing extra cardio to burn them off. Like some things, you just you really enjoy, and yeah. will not track them. Yeah, I think um, I've even planned. Uh, I think part of my rest, you know, my deload mm-hmm. into rest is yeah. around that yeah. time so mine works out about the deload i deload next week and probably yeah it'll be about christmas week i might deload again yeah we um, were same <laughs> yeah so we will because chris we will be on holiday yeah so you know be, we won't you will have two weeks of of no training of rest, yeah and like i know it's so tempting you're like oh i'm going to the coast or i'm going somewhere i'll you know, I plan these body weight workouts no, or banded workouts. And you put so much pressure on yourself to train that you feel guilty when you don't. So I often tell my clients, don't even train. Like, 
if you feel like it, go for it, you know, because you're generally walking or swimming or playing with your kids. That's right. social. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, Enjoy. you're not going to lose all your gains. You're really not. And you need that break. You need that break. Yeah. 100%. I was here on holidays. Do as little, as much as you want to do as a holiday. Enjoy the holiday. If you will enjoy it more by training, and it feels good for your mental health for training. But just generally stay active. You know, swim in a swimming pool, walk along the beach. You know, do these things because they're just generally good for your well being. Enjoy it. You know, eat outside, look at the ocean. Great things, mm-hmm. yeah. But don't put yourself under pressure to train and try and hit targets and try and hit PBs. Yeah. Just don't, yeah. <laughs> just enjoy it. Um, I think something interesting like what Leon was saying is everyone starts in that sort of January period, and then as we were just discussing, you know, big restriction, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you know, you're going from day one, yeah. pulling everything out, come about uh, yeah second of January or whatever it is, you pull everything out, and when you fail because you restrict yourself so hard that inevitably it's hard to sustain that mm. pace. You know, in the last week of January, you suddenly feel like a failure. Yeah. And that starts that spiral of decline again into February. You may be able to keep it going into February, but it's going to happen. Yeah. And you're just re- resetting these negative thoughts and you're reinforcing that you know, this sort of sense of failing when mm-hmm. actually if you've just been a bit more structured and they even start once and you get your habits in place, you come through January, you structure, it becomes a lifestyle, it's not a, it's not yeah, exactly. a diet, it's not, you know, I'm going to do this for 12 weeks and lose loads of body fat, great, and then stop, it's about what can we fit into our lives to maintain it as everyday part of our lives. Yeah, I think. And this is what I say to clients: like my program should fit into your life. It shouldn't be a chore to do. Like you know, I've got a couple of clients in Chicago. One, uh, one's on the lease, and um, one has a good home gym. The other one only has a couple of dumbbells until I get some bands. It's like, look, the reality is, I can set a program to do body weight stuff to fit into your lifestyle. Just about getting you more active. That fits into your life. It's not about you've got to go to a gym. Mm-hmm. It's not about you've got to do this. Mm-hmm. It's what is your life currently? Okay, you own a restaurant. You walk around the lodge every day. Great. So your steps go to be high. Yeah. Great. Let's keep that going. Yeah. Don't be sedentary. Let's put some body weight exercises in. You can fit in before you start work. And what sort of food do you serve in your restaurant? What? How can we make incorporate that into what you're eating? things like that it's like what can we fit into your yeah. life at day one so that's why a good coach will send loads of questions see and have a meeting like i often do video calls initially see what everyone's lifestyle actually is yeah. because a plan that fits best into your life seamlessly into your life is the one you'll adhere to yeah. i think it's not a big chore i think that uh, very i think that's a big point because I also tell clients that a lot. It's rather than look at training as that other thing I have to do to get healthy. It's it's just it should be part of your life. You know, I wake up, have coffee, I work till this time. I you know sleep and training just seamlessly becomes part of your life rather than oh crap, there's training I need to do so I can you know look at it yeah. like like almost like I guess uh, when in school when you didn't like homework and you're like oh crap I have to do homework so you want it to be that 
you know, that book you're looking forward to reading as some part part of that. So I think it's a very good point that the lifestyle, like it, it shouldn't be a chore. It should just be, so if you don't do it on Monday, you know, you can do it on Tuesday. You know, there's no like, oh, I missed Monday. So uh, leg day was missed. So crap, I, I missed. It's Monday was missed. You know, I was busy at work, had meetings, blah, blah, blah. I had family. There's Tuesday, you know, so... It, it just it, it training, rolls on to your life. Training should be the enjoyable part of your day. Yeah. It shouldn't be the thing you dread. It should <laughs> be the best bit of your day. Yeah, and then like yeah, the diet's just part of your day. But mm-hmm. like I always, when I worked in London, when I used to have to commute an hour to from work, I always you know, someone says, "Oh, when, when when do you choose to put a gym?" I joined the gym close to work, so I know I'm going to work five days a week. The days I'm not at work be my best days. But then, because it fits in easier to my day, especially in places where you get different shifts, I would either train before work or train after. Because, yeah, the gym was close to work, I could just walk across the road and be there. I didn't have to commute to a gym. Mm-hmm. And I always say that to people, you know, you went to a gym with the least amount of commute because you're more likely to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, even if it's a slightly inferior gym to one that might be a bit further away. But I said... The day you don't feel motivated to go, the last thing you want to do is drive through, say, Nairobi traffic. You know, yeah. Try, you know, Westlands traffic, say, get to a gym, the other side. You know, you're going to spend more time in traffic. It's going to be stressful if you get to gym stress. So it's going to be easier to sack it off when yeah. you're at home going, oh, yeah, traffic's going to be really bad this time. I'm not going to go. Yeah. So it's easy to have a gym close by, even if it's, got less equipment, we just program around the equipment that they have. Yeah, I think those things make a big, big difference. Um, And I know for a lot of people, it's that kind of feeling out of control when you're not in your normal routine during the holidays. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm kind of like that. I love routine. And I can feel a bit thrown when I'm not. You know, sometimes when I don't train, I don't feel so motivated to, you know, to be good with good with my nutrition um so it, it i mean they're all interconnected but if you're someone who feels like that you know it's yes routine is good but it's important to cultivate that flexibility as well or just look for small things that you feel that you can control like when you're on holiday um or if that's just setting aside some time for yourself in the day you know especially if you're around a lot of people it can be quite overwhelming just you know, take time for yourself, you know, and focus on a few of the things that you can control so that it doesn't feel like your whole life is out of routine, which can make you feel like, uh, you know, we'll start up in January kind of thing again. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's what I try and do if, you know, if you we, we cook most of our food, well, pretty much all of it. And I know some people do get anxiety when they don't have you know, they can't cook the food that they normally cook or they don't have access to the foods that they normally have. It, it, can, it, it can be, yeah, it can fill you with anxiety and just kind of not knock you off. But just remember you're human. That's, it's normal to feel that. But it's, it's also important to not always be tied to, you know, if it's, tracking and weighing and things like that it is important to have that flexibility so that you can enjoy yourself yeah um, yeah it's uh it's like um 
this is random but it's it's like during holidays there's when it's holiday time i'm like yes off training ah, i don't need to look forward to training then like a week or a week and a half later you're like oh crap man i, I miss training so it's it's just to show you're human and we we also go through that where yeah. you're like oh yes i don't need to think about training i'm happy you know i don't need to weigh my food or so the first week or so you're happy and then afterwards you're like oh man i actually miss my training can't wait to get back to training so it's we i guess we all go through the emotions it's just being able to control and and understand that you know it's 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 just part part of life and yeah it's part of the mental space i guess with people with families, more often that happens, especially saying mums and dads or whatever, you know, you're so busy running around after everyone else, you, you don't do things for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I always say this to guys, what have you actually done today for you? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, yes, it's great to give, 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 yeah. but you should always be looking to do some of it and improves your own dopamine. Yeah. Because the worst thing that can happen to you, know, to you is, you know, you, 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 you know, you, you're sorting everyone else out, and you put yourself last, and then you start getting depressed and down, and you know, you get into a spiral of, you know, disordered behaviour, like disordered eating. Mm -hmm. And actually, when you know, make sure you've got things that you're doing for yourself. And this goes hand in hand. I always say you should do something every day. That increases the dopamine for you. It may not be the gym for everyone. It may be you spending time with your dog or going for a horse ride or or doing something. Yeah, you know, it may be just you know going out and meeting a friend for coffee. You know, I in one of my clients, um, I gave him two days of higher calories and learning. They said, "I want you on those two days to eat up with friends and eat out because increasing your level of dopamine." And de-stressing after a very, you know, very stressful week, stressful job, is more beneficial than watching your calories mm -hmm. on the weekend. Yeah. Enjoy. Don't don't track. Take so these are like I give you rough calories, but I know you probably won't even hear them. You know, mm -hmm. but go out and eat out. Spend time with friends and family, or you know, friends, and actually enjoy that time and, and get loved upon, and, and you know, fill your heart because that will have a way more. Than an impact on your health than, you know, try, you know, pushing yourself from the gym, you know, trying to, you know, control your calorie intake because, you know, stress, you know. It's everyone every day should do something to improve the dopamine levels and do something just selfishly for yourself. And for a lot of us, that is going to the gym. Mm -hmm. You know, I love going to the gym. That's my time. That's why I don't like training part. Because it is my time, yeah. you know. It's quite funny, I was at the gym, uh, smart gym, saw off me a spot, and I said to her, I have this spot, if I can't lift it myself, I'm not lifting I should be lifting it. <laughs> I know, I've got no place to be lifting it. So don't worry about it, I've got it. Yeah. Um, but I don't like having a training partner. I like just, uh, I train with guys I coach, just more for making sure everyone's intensity levels are good. But generally speaking, training is my time for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it's important, as we've always talked about, is thinking long term. So, you know, this 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 time of year, like 
December is a great month, you know, to be at maintenance, to have that flexibility. And like we just said, to plan your deloads around any holidays or Christmas or New Year. Um, Because I've had a client and like a lot of people work also is really stressful and busy. Like from now up, you know, for the first couple of weeks of December, you know, so dieting and training are stresses on your body. And if you're already stressed from work and everything else, it is, it is not a good combination. So it's really to take a step back, look at the bigger picture, like four weeks, six weeks, you know, if you are in sort of a a fat loss phase or something to just take a break from that is a really good idea. Cause then like Andy says, you're not feeling like a failure if you can't do it. Anyway, so it's take that long-term view. So yeah, with my client, she's she's been under a lot of stress at work, and and she actually said to me, I think I should just take a break until the new year. And like, that's when I don't mind people starting again in the new year. When you but you're looking at the bigger picture of things, and just you know, looking at what's realistic and sustainable for you during this time. What makes sense? So I think like all of us, we're at maintenance. We're pretty flexible. Um, we've planned our deloads already around that so that there's there's no pressure. And, you know, if we are on holiday we want to train, we will. Um, but it's always good to take a break and miss the gym a bit. Yeah. I think that's healthy. Um, and like I said before, just if you are someone who does track calories and macros, to just take, take the pedal off that a little bit. Because it can, for a lot of people, it can be very addictive. Um, so that that yeah, that would be my advice. And then when you start up in January, you know, <laughs> it is just a new calendar date. Yeah, Nothing yeah. else changes. <laughs> it, it's just it's so tempting. I mean, I've done that before. Where like I'm not a fan of like those challenges, like seventy five hard. I'm I'm really not because it's not sustainable. And I think it gives you a pretty unhealthy way of viewing exercise and your nutrition. Because if you miss something, you've failed and you've got to start again. And <laughs> I know a lot of people love that stuff. And you see that a lot in, in January. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's pretty intense. You know, you, you really don't need to do that at all. And most people are quite hungover on January 1st anyway. <laughs> So, I started, um, I started, I did that five to five, so that five people to do um, mm. five weeks after Christmas, yeah. and got it filled. But the thing with that is, it's about doing it, it's not about, it's not a fat loss challenge, it's actually about building the habits, yeah. so you can go to Christmas without worry, knowing that you can pick it up after, you know, whatever, boxing day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because the other thing is, it's good to get your habits in now, yeah, it works normally crazy up until like the second week of December. Then everyone steps away from the office, goes on holiday, it's quiet. But from the 1st of January, once those emails get turned back on and you get back into the office, mm. you've got like hundreds of emails that still be replying to. So you get added stress. So it's important to get the habits in now. So when you start, you know, when you, you know, if you do sort of turn to, you know, have a break after Christmas for a couple of weeks, when you go back in January, you already know your habits. It's all second nature. Yeah. You can focus on getting your work done. And everything just comes easy because it is second nature. True. I, I know what I wanted us to talk about. It was, it was, you know, when you see something on IG and then you see it everywhere. And, and even my um, 
sister-in-law is, uh, she's in the UK and she sent me this advert by someone she knew who was, um, I guess, advertising his, his classes, his sort of, I don't know what he does, it's like kind of circuit training. And it was like, ladies, lose two dress sizes before Christmas. And it was just like, <gasps> and she, she, she's, she's, you know, she doesn't keep quiet. She wrote to him, she was like, dude, not all of us train to lose weight. And he's like, I know that, but that's what sells. And that's what you see at this time of year. True. And it's just, it, it's just so shocking. And um, the lady who I did my pre and postnatal uh, course with did a post saying, you know, it's 2021, not all women are training to lose weight. And you don't need to feel that pressure. Just like you don't need that pressure in January to lose weight. You know, you could try something different. Yep. Why not make January your year of being strong? Or... Or instead of dieting, being at maintenance, you know? You, I would love people to come to me. What I would really love right now is people with specific athletic goals, performance goals. I love performance goals. Yeah. Way more than I ever love, like, aesthetic goals. Because, you know, it, like, it's great achieve, you know, achievement, you know, and it helps someone be, be able to do a half marathon the next year. Yeah. That's going to be great fun. You know, improve, you know, do a dieting for that and you know, build up there running. You know, I've got a bit of experience there, so that's cool. Mm. But the fact is, I think more people need to focus on performance goals and then the physiques will change as you achieve those performance goals. It's just like, yeah, yeah I'm thinking about setting up in the new year uh, a training program, like try to get some guys, rugby guys, mm. or to, um, you know, performance training for, for rugby. Nice, yeah. And, um, you yeah, know, see if I can get you know, a few guys, because that'd be really enjoyable. Because I think your, your says I want to be stronger I want to learn you know like how food works it's not oh I want to get toned and I want to lose but it, it, it just feels nice and uh, it, 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 it shows you that the person is like ready so it, it's, it's a different mindset so yeah it's a different mindset and mm. I think you know we there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight nope. and all of that but or often you're just going about it the same way, which has never worked. So you might as well try a different approach. Mm -hmm. And having a performance goal, like I just said, is such a good one. Because you take that pressure off yourself to look a certain way. And, you know, that is stress on your body, which has a lot of repercussions, which through many loops might be what's not letting you lose weight. Might be. But, you know, just... Change the narrative, change your mindset, um, and look for a different goal. You know, if fat loss has always been your goal, you know, try try something else. Um, and it can be so hard to let go of that. That's your comfort blanket. That's your zone. You know, that's that's kind of who you are. You know, that's what you've created. You know, you're that person who's always dieting or forever chasing um, a fat loss goal. So. Again, that is 
the beauty of working with a coach to, to get you out of your own way um, and to show you a different way and to still get you to where you want to be, but doing something different and hopefully enjoyable. Yeah, taking a different route. <laughs> and yeah, performance goals are such a good one to do that. They really, really are. Um, and, and they're a lot yeah. of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I do believe a lot of people join clubs and things in the new year as mm-hmm. a way to, you know, a lot of people want to meet new friends and stuff. They join clubs. Like, play a volleyball. I thought I had to say volleyball. I don't know why I chose volleyball, but anyway. <laughs> why not? Yeah, one of the things that can be demotivating is if you get there and you are trying to use volleyball to get fit. Instead of being fit to do volleyball, because you'll get more enjoyment out of the sport you take up if you're doing other things around there to improve your performance. When you are the weakest in the team at that that sport, that can be demoralizing. But at least if you're training to get better and you see that week on week in your team see that, yeah, that that carries a long way. And yeah, before you know it, you you are stronger. Like I used to have this thing with rugby. Yeah, you don't ever play rugby to get fit. You get fit to play rugby because, mm-hmm. you know, rugby, if you're trying to use rugby to get fit, you know, you're going to end up playing at a lower level. You're more like injured by, you know, more. If you've if you improved your performance out of the, off the rugby pitch, you're getting stronger, working on your ball skills, you'll step in and you'll be able to play at a higher level, which will therefore give you more enjoyment, less likely to get injured. Because people actually know what and therefore, when you go to training, you, you, know, you are performing better. That makes you feel good. That's dopamine again. Yeah. 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 Fitness, fitness has no definition. You, you can do whatever you enjoy. You don't have to do one hour five times a week in the gym to get results. <laughs> you really don't. Um, like Enjoyment is such a huge thing, and I think it's just been so ingrained into us that Fitness and your nutrition needs to be something that's grueling, demands sacrifice and pain. It should be the opposite of all those things. It really should. And it's just so sad that that's, you know, how it's kind of marketed. Um, And, yeah, the marketing around fitness and nutrition at this time of year is, it's shameful. It's all about what sales, sadly. Yeah, it is. It's truly shameful. Um, but uh, gents, what what big plans for next year, Andy? Are you you might be competing again. Yeah, probably, but not until I reckon about. Yeah, it depends. I want to put on ten pounds of lean tissue, mm-hmm. which is going to be a push this year. Yeah, but depends. If I put on five, it's in the right place. Right, but so I'll see as the year goes. But I probably won't compete at least till. Earliest October, November time. Mm-hmm. I think I might, you know, aim to, there's some shows at this time of the year that I might try and hit next year. I mean, that gives me a whole, 
at least three quarters of a year as an off season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah, is important. Yeah. 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 And this year? Uh, well, for me, till maybe 2023. I'm in no rush. Long and, term, uh, I like it. <laughs> no, I was just, we were just looking oh, at... Oh, the toys, see? A lot more. Yeah, and I was just I was just talking with Wallace, and he he was also looking at 2023. So we were thinking of if we could do the same shows, and mm. I just thought it'd be cool. nice, you know, prep together, you know, maybe. So it's and well, I was thinking also October's time, but when he said 2023, I thought, you know, why why not just aim. Give it another year. Try add as as much lean tissue as I can. Keep on just cementing the habits, the meals, and training. Cause the whole point for my off season and break was just to enjoy training again, push myself, and and just you know learn from the coaches and you know, uh, work on the online coaching business. Just just step away from the stage a bit. Just just work on myself I guess and, and that's a thing yeah. yeah you're young enough that you've got time like me yeah. uh, you know, I have this conversation probably before I'm in my 40s I don't have that much I might as yeah. well you know try and do as many shows True. Yeah. Yeah. as I can when I can when but can. I also need to be competitive not looking just to go make up numbers so you know it's um so it's a balancing act for me but like if I had time if I was your age yeah I'd just take some time off and go yeah. Go out to win shows, you know. Yeah, because I, I just found before after my last show, it had become almost obsessive. Like, yeah, when's the next show? And ah, I, I forgot, you know, to train just to train to eat. Like what we're talking about, our clients. It had just become almost a job, which yeah, yeah. it once becomes a chore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to take a few steps back, just just get my mental back into a good place and look forward to prepping, you know, coaching guys, training. So, yeah, that's why. And anyway, I've learned a lot in that time frame to to be able to do, to not do the wrong things I did during my previous prep. So I think that's why I've also given it a long time. So when, when, when it comes to prep, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Plus, yeah, just I just want... I mean, no rush, like you said. I, I, I sat down and I was like, yeah, well, why am I rushing this? Why? You know, you start growing up, I guess. So I'm like, yeah, when, when I was 25, maybe, you know, that 27, I was like, bring on the shows. I'm ready. I'm the man. Yeah, sometimes it's good <laughs> when, you're, when you're young to do a load of shows back to back because you get stage experience. Yeah. At some point, if you want to be competitive, you've got to take a, a large enough break away yeah. to fill out the three. Yeah, and anyway, the the two shows I did were the two shows I wanted to do. So, like, life goal shows, so to speak, like bucket list. So, Mm -hmm. after that, I was like, you know what? If I do another show, if I don't, and now switching to classic is the whole point. I want to compete again just to see how I can do in another different class. So, And I've been there, so I've seen what kind of size the guys are, so... It's one of those. It keeps it. It teaches you, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. How tall are you? you what are you about six one? Six foot. Yeah, six yeah. One. I was in the. So yeah, you're you've got a big weight cap. In, in oh yeah. Area, you 
Yeah. So when, yeah, when we even did uh, the yeah, it's about nine, yeah, two twelve ninety six about the. So when we did the cut with JP, that was the point just to see if I was to compete, how much you know would I have to lose? Would it be too hard? So after the cut, I was in a good place, and he was like, you know, let's you know you can still stack up some more, and you'll be you'll be good. Yeah, for me, 2023. 2023, watch this space. Yeah, doing the, trying to, (laughs) Large and in charge. Yeah, but maybe, you know, maybe one, two shows, I'll I'll be happy if I could, so. But yeah, the plan is to see if I can do them with like Wallace, just, just, just be, be nice, because. I've always wanted to see Wallace uh, on like a international Mm. stage amongst the, like he, he inspires me anyway. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> we did check. I know, and it's just it's it's uh, we would because yeah, because we did talk about that as one of the shows. I mean, Egypt is here, so yeah, it it was it it, it it's in the list. Yeah, so so for those of you who are listening, that we've got a whole episode with Wallace. Oh yeah, uh, he he's awesome. Check check out episode seven of this season um he's got an incredible physique yeah he's, he's got an he's incredible a, physique and work ethic and yeah he's, oh everything he's, he's everything he's yeah he's overall nice guy yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah hopefully he'll be able to do our hack squat leg press so another year of pushing the legs yeah it'd be nice yeah without <laughs> killing our backs that would be incredible yeah at least you have the pendulum man we, although I, do you still use your pendulum tired of the barbell, man. i saw that he's done a new and improved one yeah yeah the one you put I, I gave him tips on how to improve them i've got a safety thing safety thing yours yeah. was the blueprint you know and it's cheaper than what i got mine for so i'm like oh, <laughs> damn it yeah. <laughs> no it's a good deal at the moment yeah 54 pounds yeah, yeah it's it really like, good that's really good um, yeah yours was a blueprint yeah no i still use quite actually i've not trained legs oh well, yeah the, the knee, the knee. Yeah. if i give it one more week now it's feeling a bit better yeah give one more week to make sure it is better and then start yeah. light again. Yeah, well. Well, also, I guess, good thing about sports, having trained legs, you know, when you sort of get a small impingement or injury, you're not too worried about uh, lo- losing. <laughs> That's yeah, no. If my legs are my weak point, I have Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, more, actually, more frequency of arms, chest, and downs. Perfect opportunity. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. like uh, the universe like, yeah, yeah just we, we know you, you might sneak in a leg session, so chill out. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes a big difference having access to machines. Oh, yeah. and, it does. Because it is quite hard to manage fatigue uh, with just three, oh, yeah, free, free weights. So hopefully we'll get that next year. I'm yeah. I'm just going to be maintaining, yeah. taking time off from dieting for pretty much a whole year, but not... Not, not, not in a surplus. I want to keep. No, what I'm, I'm enjoying maintenance at the moment. Mm. Like, you know, I, I decided to have maintenance up till uh, I'm back in the UK mm. because then I'm going to naturally use those Christmas periods to be in a surplus because you know I'm in the UK and yeah. then I just start going with it more naturally. And actually, quite enjoying just maintaining at the moment and such an awesome you know, place. Yeah, it's quite slightly home maintenance of you know pretty decent condition. Yeah. Ocean probably what fifty pounds heavier, so 
and be just holding here. Mm. And yeah, and you know, we'll see how that works out till Christmas. Actually, I think my condition's getting better at this weight, mm -hmm. so therefore, there is probably a little bit of growth with it. And yeah, and like I was saying this to someone else, it's, it's nice to try and be lean at every weight as you go up. You know, it's almost impossible when you're really pushing it. Mm. But if you can spend time at a certain weight, and if you can spend time at a certain weight, but, um, you can actually see you getting leaner, then you mm. know it's kind of yeah. progress is good. Yeah, yeah, I know for sure. And I mean, as we've always said, like maintenance is such a great place to be because, you know, if you're in no hurry for certain things, you can have some body recomposition um, and it just gives you a lot of flexibility. It's no such a good you. place. No, no <laughs> not for a long time. Not yeah. for a long time. Be an interesting 2022. It will be. And I think we, on that note, we'll keep this podcast relatively short for us. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's been such a great season. And we we're, we always love talking and interviewing <laughs> our guests. We learn a lot from them. Hope you guys yeah. do too. 